Blue Wire. Welcome to Rain Action Podcast. My name is Ricky Smith. I am with the great, awesome, uh, killing it online, uh-huh. making a way out of no way, Angel Gray. You know what? Did I put that on a resume? Are we moving into like a space in time where we say, I did this, this, and that online? We may get more gigs after this year knowing that we can hear yeah ourselves. i mean i think that's exactly what you i i say that because i saw your post um i read all your stuff i don't know if you read all my stuff but i read all your stuff and um i'm okay if you don't as you're a busy woman but just what you've been doing like your post was cool like you stated like you didn't know what was going on like those are my favorite posts like those are the ones that my followers love about me because i try to be transparent and like mm-hmm. I don't like to just be this uh, rainbows and butterflies and whatever. If you come to my page, you, you get that because we're happy people. But I like to be transparent. And your post, just me being friends and people listening to podcasts, we we know you. We know you pretty well. But it was like, hey, I didn't know what that was going on. I don't know what I was doing this. But look, I, out of that, I got to do this. And you've been killing it. I've been watching. Like I appreciate it. Within your realm, without your realm, like doing golf and doing tennis, and like you just been, you've been killing it. So I, I appreciate that, and it's inspiring, motivating. Um, you might want to tell people that don't follow you or don't know what what I'm speaking of. You had a post recently that said, <laughs> "Well, basically, um, I'm not going to go back to the post or anything, but just overall, just you know, with with the quarantine life, we weren't sure what life and what work was going to look like. I mean, obviously, I cover live sports." So it was just going to be different. Like you have to be in your home, you have your computer, you have headphones and we're going to give you the feed and we're going to tell you, you know, they'll see it, but then we want to want you to interact um, with your play by play with another reporter, with a guest that you have on um, and just make it fun for the fans. And it's like, wait a minute, <laughs> I'm, I'm used to being at the arena, like feeling the energy off the floor, seeing the guys, hearing everything that they're saying and, you know, being able to feed off of that energy and really connect with the fans that way. And, so, and going and going right back to your little nook in your corner. Right, my little nook. <laughs> with your but little then, laptop. Even then, <laughs> even then, even then, it's so crazy because I get to interact with the security. I get to inter- mm-hmm. interact with the fans that are right there in the first, second rows that are like, Angel, what's happening? Angel, don't be sad. Right. And, you know, just, just going back and forth with people. And so it's just a different energy, but obviously... Um, I just think it as my phone is going off I just think that it's um, it's pretty cool that as human beings we just learn how to adapt and life doesn't end when there's just one traumatic to depending on how uh, where we are right now in 2020 but like we just learn how to adapt and adjust and it's been fun I will say that like we found a way to make it fun um, just interacting and doing our job, like for the fans, for the team, for the league. It's been so much fun. And I know that you've, you know, have found ways to do that as well. So, I mean, I applaud everybody that has uh, put on their thinking cap. I know that early in the quarantine, you mentioned it, how Guy Tori said, you guys need to figure it out. We got rubber banded just about like what this means for us and how we just move forward. So, I mean, I applaud those um, that are trying to figure out who are figuring out. And then, you know, also encouraging those who are still trying to work through what that means for them. So, um, yeah, I, I just thought that was that was cool. And for me, in this quarantine, I haven't posted a lot. 
But I thought it was important to address, like, in that moment, I had a great time. And yeah. I was doing something that I love to do. And, 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 and it shows, man. And that... um. The energy and spirit is cool. Like I, I, uh, I appreciate you, and uh, I don't know. I'm just in this, is this very yoga kind of <laughs> serene Ricky moment right now. I'm actually wearing yoga pants with no shoes on, so I am just loving life. Um, Lululemon, Lululemon pants. Lululemon. They didn't pay me, so uh, yeah. no, no, they did. No, no, no. Ooh, yeah, Lululemon. Yeah, I got to check. Um, and then I just got a new deal. Um, I'll just be transparent. <laughs> All these brands, all these brands, I don't know if they just discovered me during quarantine, but it's kind of cool because I've been working hard at XYZ and then all these brands are just coming on left and right to just um, just write me checks. <laughs> I love checks. They are, they are nice. They, they look pretty. As long as they go through, they're very nice. Yeah, like, it's <laughs> funny, man. I never really talk like this, but this is but I, I do want to um, we have somebody that I would like to. uh that I'm going to call right now. Um, it's okay. a surprise guest you don't know, but I like the fact that, uh, you know, we, we're, 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 we're just doing this on the podcast these days because there's really no rhyme or reason. So hold on one second. Hello. Angel, are you there? Angel. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Angel, are you there? Are you there, Angel? You like the old man. You like the old man trying to connect. Angel, people. I just you know what, Angel? I decided real quick because the person <laughs> just introduced themselves. Uh, Angel, I decided we've done this podcast for a long time. We're in like almost our fortieth episode. And one of our favorite people in the entire world we've never had on the podcast. So I sit here in my like kind of fun shui, just feeling good in life. I was like, you know what? Without telling you, because we're well, I can't tell the person. We're winging it today. We as we've been doing it for the last couple of whatever episodes. And I was like, you know what? I have no reason why I want to call this person. We're not even having a segue. We just started this podcast uh, four minutes ago, sir. On the phone, I'm about to introduce. And I was like, Angel, can I call somebody? Angel goes, sure. So and then I just text the person. I go, hey, you want to you want to talk for five minutes? The person goes, bring it on. So this is what we're doing in the quarantine, ladies and gentlemen. Angel, if you don't know by now, Angel, I just called Andre Not. Friend of the show. I knew Hold it. On. I already knew it. Wait, you, wait, wrong, wait, wait, wrong sound effect. Hold on. There we go. I'm just, I'm just glad y'all still do the podcast. <laughs> well, Andre, that's up for another debate as well. We uh, sometimes there's contracts and things you have to go by. <laughs> oh, yeah, really? Seriously. <laughs> I think the last time. I think I've been on uh, your show, Andre, more than we've done the past, the podcast in the last. I know. Well, <laughs> last, I was promoing y'all had a podcast, and I was like, these fools don't even do the podcast no more. Well, we had to go through our mental breaks. Well, here's the even funnier thing is, you know, right. since the DJ and stuff, and I like have a no whole new audience. I posted last week about, hey, I have this podcast. There was at least fifty people like I ain't even know, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> hi, new people. How are you guys doing? Well, and knowing Ricky, and, and the way I know Ricky, and this is probably the beauty of Ricky, but also the the drawback of Ricky, you got eighteen hundred million things going on, my brother. Right, exactly. And as you so guys, this may be an intervention. This is as, <laughs> as, as you guys know me well, maybe right? The perfect time for this call, Andre. Andre, yes, right. Andre, my mom and dad, all of my school teachers, and people I've dated. Uh, knows about me. I will be all in on something, and then I'll see something shiny, and I'm like, "Ooh, shiny!" <laughs> and I'll just walk away to something else. Hey, man, it is who I am. Uh, as Angel I said, I told Angel I had adult ADD. She goes, "Adult?" 
I was like, yeah, you do. Okay. Well, okay, I, so let me, yeah, let me, let me, in a, in not even a, too much of a serious tone, but in a, in a real tone. Oh, here we go. All right. I, nah, nah, you brought me over here. You said you yeah. want to go. You have um, I think 2020 is a year, though, and I think you guys ran into this. And I can say from just in doing talk type stuff, like even though it's podcasts are hard right now for people that look like like us, mm-hmm. because and this is my opinion, nobody has to agree. Nah, I ahead. think it's hard for people. Yeah. I think it's hard for people that look like us because the beauty of what Ricky and Angel do in this podcast pre twenty twenty um, is that you guys can connect people and we can make people smile and you can joke about sports and athletes that we're around and different things that we've seen. Um, and I'm not saying that we're entertainers like like people you see on TV or, or things of that nature, but you can't see us that way. Oh, I, just, um, I, the, I, I disagree the, with you. I think you are entertainer even more so because you connect. Right. Well, and the beauty the is, but the, right? But the beauty is when we've done these podcasts and the things that you guys have done, um, you can let your hair down, and we can we can make people laugh. And suddenly, I know for me, it's hard just to sit around and just BS without seeing what's in front of us and what we're dealing with every day. And you and, and you know there's a certain segment of people that are like, Oh man, that was that was that was in March. And that was in that was in April. Right. And it's like, well if we're really gonna talk, huh man, that's that's our everyday life. <laughs> and it ain't yeah. that fun to talk about yeah. all the time. And and I get it, Rick, you 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 can make people laugh and you can bring joy like nobody else. And Angel's great at her job and we're able to focus on our jobs. But when it's just talk when you're just talking to your people as you guys are, I mean, we can laugh and smile, but at some point, someone's going to come back to, can you believe they did this to this mural? Can you believe? Like, well, the, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. No, I'm you're, saying, you're, you're, you're right. And, 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 I, and, I, and I excuse myself from this, and I did this last week on a podcast, and it, it speaks 100% more so to you than Angel because you have a radio show. And I said, it's, it's, people don't realize how hard it is just to talk when you have to talk. And that sounds really minor as it is, but like just talking sometimes is just rough. And then having to do it in front of people, whether you're up, you're down, whether you're having a bad day, whether you're having a good day. And I'm, and I'm saying to you guys, like I'm taking myself out of this 100%. We, we do this for fun. I'm a comedian. Pick and choose when I want to make people laugh. I got jokes in the bag that I could just shout out. I, I have so many inside jokes and stuff that I could just refer to and whatever. Easy work for me, right? But you guys, like in particular... That's hard. Like, I look at like a Stephen A. Smith or people that have their own radio shows, like yourself. Did you not drink? When it's just you, hey. you know, uh, I don't think people realize how hard that is to talk for two hours of just talking. And that's not even that's not even uh, with the weight of the world on the shoulders. That's just physically. Like, I, I look at even like uh, now looking back, like Jim Rome and just people that literally just talk. Like, hey guys. What do you think about this? And you, but you're talking to nobody. Well, yesterday, like, like, uh, what's the guy's name that hates, uh, that hates Baker Mayfield? Like, um, oh, the dude, uh, which ones don't? Yeah, be easier. But it's one dude who just goes about. at him. But he just, he just sits there in a the room. I'm like, man. So even during this time, like, and it hasn't been like it, the, the most recent pause we had wasn't more so of like, uh, just being black in America. It wasn't COVID. It was just, just tired. Like. I want to be out. I want to go hug my mom. Right. It was just just wearing down. So I'm like, I, I applaud 
Andre not like um, an angel. I mean, you guys in, in essence do the do are in the same career field, but you have to come up with these things. You have to make your own stories. You have to pitch your own stories. Have to shoot your own stuff. Have to still be black. Make sure you're not tap dancing too much. Make sure you're not smiling too much. But make sure you're still getting a story, the narrative. Like those are things that I don't think people. And I'm not doing this to toot your horns, but I'm just saying as me, like that's impressive, man. Like uh, I'm a big fan of Joe Budden's podcast. Last episode, he's been going through it, and he just literally on the podcast, you literally thought he was just going to just get up and leave. And, like, for you guys to always keep it, you know, smiles and always laugh. And, I, and Andre and me and Angel both know we've done your show. Like, it's a side of your show that 99.9 of your listeners don't even know about. Like, right. I did one of your episodes, what, two two hours? And I was like, Andre, I did a good oh. job, but I'm never coming back. Right. Hey, Angel. Angel. Rick, went, Rick, Angel. Rick went out to his Jeep. And just sat in his Jeep for two hours. I did. In the park I, did. I just sat there because I was like, I, I didn't know. I know people trolled, and it's a different type of racism Andre dealt with. I'm just gonna. I mean, it's our show. I can talk how I want to talk. Um, I'm used to systematic racism, so like race, like somebody not giving you a loan, right? I'm used to right. hidden racism, so it's like, um, you know, uh, hey, you went to university school. I can't believe you went to the U.S. Like that type of racism. I'm used to rich races, rich races, where it's just like, oh. Hog, should we split the whatever? I've never encountered which I didn't realize to Andre's show. I've never encountered poor races. That's a whole like they just, oh, I, yeah. I don't know, like, well, welcome because <laughs> oh my here God. Well. I think too, just um, to your point, Andre. Um, I think it's very in- interesting that you say that we can bring joy or Ricky can bring joy and. To be honest, even in our craft, we're on TV, but we get to cover sports, right? And so we right. get to kind of like view it as an escape, correct? Right. So we get to, we, even if we're dealing with something crazy at home, it's like, okay, well, at least for these couple hours, my mind is completely on sports, right. but now like life and the social injustices and racism and um, the lack of equality have seeped in. You know, and I'm not yeah. saying this is the beginning of it, but now it is a huge, you know, topic within sports. There's, you're seeing it. You're seeing, you know, people bullying at Unity, you know. <laughs> moments Who is anti-Unity? You know? so, <laughs> like, so it, it's very interesting when we're doing our job and it's like a double whammy of, okay, so now <laughs> I don't get that same right. joy. Like, we love our job, but it's, it's even heavier because now we have to make sure that even in our skin that we're sharing the stories for those, you know, that we may share their skin, their stories, their viewpoints. Um, I, I was even thinking about it. Like for me, I know it's, it's different on the MLB, um, you know, percentage base, but for, right. you know, football, um, NBA, it's 80% African-American in this league. And the representation of who's telling those stories is not, you know, no. it, doesn't, it doesn't show that. So it's like, even the pressure for us is even more grand um, when you're when you're looking at how we have to have to share those stories. So I always like uh, this whole time, like even though I'm not necessarily working, um, like covering the NBA, I am definitely lifting up everybody else who is because I know it has to be tough. And so right. we I think you put a post up. Um, about uh, Frankie like walking down the steps and I was like oh that's so funny like I know this guy and for that moment I was like that's just a normal story right, and right. someone was like you are you have the luckiest job and how cool is it and I thought that was a, a really awesome moment 
but they also they I don't think they see the full picture well, on can, like the load. Can I can no. I can I interrupt too? And this yeah. is not a. I'm, it sounds like we all just bring each other up, but you know what? If we want to, damn it, we will. Um, but I think in particular for both of you guys, your world is sports, and not just because you get paid to do it, and not because you cover it, but both of you guys were outstanding, amazing athletes your whole lives, right? So it's like. It wasn't just somebody, and I, I don't. I'm, I'm going to take race out of it, but somebody who's not just getting paid, who's a journalist that just, you know, covers it. They don't understand the plight or or, or the aspects that you guys do of being an athlete, going to college, going, being held in high school, doing these things, and then covering it from your perspective. So you get in these places where you want to show it in the best light, but you also love the game that you're covering. You love the sport. You love the competitiveness. Like you've done these things. So for you, it's not just somebody who's visiting. Which I thought, I. I mean, let's just uh, the elephant in the room, and I won't get into that right now because it, it gets dark. But like the, the uh, well, the, the 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 Skip Bayless situation, where like I, I yeah. thought COVID would at least show journalists who aren't in sports, and when I mean in sports, I mean have played it, lived it, died for it, et cetera, et cetera, that you guys need these athletes more than they need you. Because for these months you weren't working, right? So Skip Bayless get on TV and and to say X Y Z is like no, like you said, you guys still don't get it right. Like it's not a gladiator sport. These are these are humans. Like right. they 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 lace their shoes, they take their shoes off, they're missing their family in the bubble, they're doing all this stuff. So ESPN and all these other great um, 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 networks, like you understand why you're getting that billion dollar deal. You understand why you get to go and live in your car and, 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 and speak, you know, what you want to do and whatever is because these people are sacrifices for you, sacrificing for you. So for me, right. that's not dismissed. Like I, I, it's not a time I don't introduce anybody to angel and you as well, Andre, um, where I, where I mentioned the fact that you guys played Andre was, is in the hall of fame. It hit an amazing school that, Produce LeBron. Like, that doesn't just happen. I found, like, I found that out a couple weeks ago, Andre, and I was like, what? Yeah, I, I told uh, her that. Andre, I, I, I did tell like her that. A, I did. A nice I did. little Google. I, I was like, what's well, Andre, Dre, she didn't believe it. Dre, she didn't believe it. Dre, she didn't believe it. Dre, she came back with a, nah. I said, no, no, Andre's in the other phone. She goes, she goes, what school? I go, no, I go, I go, St. Vincent St. Mary. She goes, Andre not. I go, yeah, like he was Andre, Andre like, I like I think that's he so was good. one of the best running backs in, in, in the state. Like I was a, I had a Ted Bundy moment. I told him this. I'm literally doing a rake event at some little name high school and the dude was like, You follow baseball? I was like, Yeah, he's like, I tackled Andre not. I was like, What? He's like, <laughs> he goes, it was, he goes, he goes, it was a championship game. It was a red right run over, da da da. He said, I filled the gap. And I, I text Andre. I go, yeah, that had to be such and such and such. And I was like, yeah, this guy is a, is a high school science teacher. Still talking about how he tackled Andre. Wow. Not. I was like, do you remember the guy's name, Andre? Do you remember? No, man. How long remember somebody to tackle me? <laughs> like, man, break down that Adam and stop telling that story. No, but no, here's not. But Angel, Angel, he's been, I can give you the name right now. But Andre goes, and I and I ran two eighty five on them the next. Andre literally broke the dude down. Wow. Andre said I had two touchdowns running over the guy. He said, yeah, he was a linebacker. I ran right over him. I said, okay, Andre, I'm going to give you this guy's hey, number because somehow I'm in the middle of this. I'm trying to read. <laughs> no, he wanted to do Bulls in the Ring this week, too. Like, we in our 40s, bro. Let's stop. So, I mean, <laughs> like, come on. But, but for me, that's uh, it's never lost to me as a guy who loves sports, who was decent in high school, but you know, wasn't by no means heralded like you guys. This is your love. Like You guys are covering it. So to see it sometimes get 
past being African Americans and seeing the size and you guys know uh you guys know it. Like this is this is your livelihood and you guys respect it. And to me I think that's just something that I I admire. I mean, I know the days of like the color coordinators that that weren't ex players or they were white players or, or or whatever. That's why AC, as much as I joke that he's uh, a dinosaur, um, I know I should say. Well, let me just, let me cut you um, off. Yeah. Yeah. Because I want to talk. Because I'm glad you brought up the Skip Bayless thing, and because this is a weird like to me. Like Skip Bayless has made millions of dollars, and I'm not. And it's not attacking him. It is what it is. He's made millions of dollars being. Let's be honest. Like it ain't about mm-hmm. his sport. It's, like none of us have sat around and be like, "Man, Skip Bayless knows basketball or knows football better than anybody I've ever met." Right. They paid him millions of dollars to be a to be a guy that sparks controversy. Let's right. be honest. You know, right. like that. I mean, even a to a certain extent. No, like, to a hundred percent. We've we've made the Jim. Rowe, we've made these guys into quote unquote important guys. And I'm not because what he said about Dak Prescott yesterday just like it makes you roll your eyes instantly because as you said, what bothers me and I and I try to do this in my job and I know Angel tries to do this in her job is you try to humanize these people that we see on your TV screen. Right. Um, you know, I love how people you know, like, you know I get text messages from like my cousins and people they're like, man, I was at blah blah blah. They said Frankie ain't playing good because he's trying to stay in Cleveland and like literally like. <laughs> I'm off, yeah, and like I'm on Facetime with him, and I'm like, dog, why would you put me on Facetime with somebody with this nonsense? Right. Like, but but as a human, you just try to you you know you try to have a conversation. You're like, yeah, you know, stuff is hard. It's like, well, that ain't the case. My man has gone through like, and I'm I'm not here to put Frankie on blast, right. but mm-hmm. Frankie is 26 years old, um, and and you y'all remember what it was like to be 26. But and like I said this to Frankie, I'm like, yo, at 26, man, life blows up in your face because you realize how real life is, and it's not all, it's not all being on campus, it's not all laughing and joking with your boys or your friends. You start realizing you got to pay these bills, you got insurance. Now, obviously, in Frankie's situation is different, but at 26, he's learning a lot about life and seeing a lot about life that he probably has never seen before. And then we expect him to go out there and hit 300 and hit 30 home runs. And he's human. And I'm trying to explain to people when they watch these games, Angel, and I'm telling you, you see this. I see when you're talking to the the women of the WNBA and you guys are doing it on a computer and you're not able to to be in L.A. or wherever else. And I'm trying to explain to people, and nobody wants to hear this when we go on TV, but this is not normal. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm glad, like, like, like on Twitter, like, I I almost laughed the other day because some dude was, was going at, you know, talking junk about the Indians, this and that. And I was like, dog, I'm just happy. Or somebody may have been talking about our coverage. And I was like, to be honest with you, after two, in 2020, I'm just happy. Y'all tweeting about sports. And we're only tweeting right. about hating this or that. But it's yeah. crazy because it's unbelievable to me how many people watch these games. But they center their days around the game. And they don't understand that these dudes are real people. And y'all, and I'll say this quickly. Like... Look, I'm glad baseball's back. I'm glad this is a paycheck coming in and all that. But mm-hmm. I can tell you guys, and being around the game, all these tests that people are taking, all the rules that are put out mm-hmm. there, all the, the travel. Like, you know what our travel is usually like, Angel? Like, right. it's not normal. And I don't care if you got $8 million in your pocket or if you got $8 in your pocket. When you put somebody in a situation and you take all the, the, the senses away from them, um, I think for a lot of these guys, this is a job now, and they realize it's a job. And you have certain guys suddenly saying, um, "Damn, why am I standing up? Why am I standing up for for for, for you know? Why am I standing up for equality or, or this or that?" And I still got mm-hmm. people booing me 
sending me right, BS in right, my in right. my social media. When, when all like that, you know, when, like when all, all of us, like you and I, we all said we we didn't grow up to be. We none of us grew up to be what we're doing. But like now, it's an extra thing, a part of it, and I think you're seeing it in sports. And I think like people got mad that um, dude from the Clippers, uh, uh, playoff P, playoff P, when he came out, like that, yeah, Padre. yeah. But like he's being real, like like none of us want to be locked up and not being able to live our life. You know, like the situation happened with Clevenger and and, and, and Zach Klesak. Like I, I know them, I'm boys with them, and I totally get it. And I remember I went on somebody's radio station or something, and they were like, "Well, can you believe this?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's a microcosm of our world. Everybody's not just adjoining to the same rules. Why are we breaking these two up to be such bad people?" Can I ask you guys a question? Is, it, is that yeah. Yeah. Angel? Yeah. Okay. It's a serious question. <clears throat> and you guys, uh, I, I talk to you guys, and I talk to you guys about sports, and you guys trust me. Both of you guys trust me. Um, Andre really trusts me <laughs> uh, about not leaking information, right? About you guys are with these, you travel, you're with these guys, you know things that would probably make you famous. Like if you wanted to break one of these stories, right? How do you decipher... Never mind. I just answered my own question. All right, next question. because there's a story in particular, Andre, and, I, and I'm, I'm skating around it. But it's like, as a guy who's an outsider, right? And it's not my life. Like I don't, right. I don't right. want to sit here and tweet out stuff. But guess what, guys? But there's stories where, like, I even lightweight broke a story to you, and you were like, "Well, I know my end." I said, "I know my end," and <laughs> we both looked at each other like, why, "Here we go." And that's why you're not working. Exactly. Our no, 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 Angel, no, no. I purposely no. I purposely went to Andre, and me and Andre just looked at each other like we about to see. And sure enough, right. it played out. Sure enough, we said. It popped off. But I was surprised <laughs> that you didn't know that news. Andre was like, "Hmm." I said, "What?" Well, I was like, "This fool." I said, "This fool said what?" I said, Here, "I'll tell you mine." And okay. I'm sure Angels is based the same way. When I was when, go, I can go back 16 years ago, 17 years ago, when LeBron first got in the league. Um, Mav Carter. And I mm-hmm. obviously, Matt, I've known Matt Carter's cousin, first cousin, Marzell. We played football together since we were like 10, 11. So it was a drunken night, I'll be honest. And it was like LeBron's rookie year, and Matt was feeling himself. And this is a real story. This ain't name dropping. Spy we was it Spy Bar? Was it Spy Bar? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, how you telling this? <laughs> yeah. Andre, it was, it's it was Cleveland. In that There's only two clubs, bro. It was Spy Bar Rich. Yeah. <laughs> But, engaged, trying to get the Okay, I'm gonna go to bed. You guys talk about because Ricky, Mister Cleveland, you know how this is. And, <laughs> and Angel, but I had to, I had to have a real moment because, and I got where Mav was coming from, and I because Mav and I were just, we were just, it was a group of people that grew up, you know, like we grew up together. We're just at a bar, like nobody was doing nothing wrong, and. Somebody was like, well, well, Mav, you got to hook Dre up with LeBron. Da, 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 da. Put him on. You know, put him on. <laughs> and, like, I, like, instantly, like, stopped it and, and didn't even know why I was saying it. But I instantly said, I was like, yo, I didn't get in this business to ride LeBron's coattails. I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this on my own. I'm gonna be, I was like, if I'm going to be right. successful, I'm going to be successful because of me. I'm not going to be successful because they're like, oh, he's this LeBron's dude that did da, 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 da. Right. Trust me, over the last 15, 16 years, I'm like, Dre, Andre, your- <laughs> I was about to say, Andre, no. I was about to say, we would have our TV show. We'd be on Interrupted. We would have our own Interrupted. But it's something about peace of mind and doing stuff the right way, though. Like, right. right? Like, and I, and I knew so when you were asking that question, why I said, oh, man, I've, been, I've known Dirk. And, and that's the other. I don't want to work. Like, remember, like, 
It's crazy, man. We are of an age that when our parents took us to the grocery store, what is normal news today? We used to be like right before you checked out and they had it on right. a National Enquirer. Right. And your mom would look at it. Your dad, my dad would be like, girl, put that trash down. Don't bring that trash in our house. Yeah. Now, that is like, that. There, there are reporters, and I use that word loosely, right. but there are people that live to get dirt on people. And I never right. want to be that scoundrel that does it. Like, that's, that's just not what I'm built on. I don't want to tell people secrets. That ain't on me. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, hey. I've told Clev. I'll use Clev as an example, and, and he would have no problem with me saying this. I'm like, hey, man, if you break down and your life goes to you know what, it ain't gonna be because I'm telling on you. Right. It's gonna be because right. Right. you telling on you, right. not me. And it's funny. It's funny because let's transparency. Like me and Clev are close. We we even during when he was missing, whatever, or, or sent down, he was telling me stuff. He's like, Rick, I don't even care. He's like, tell people. And I was like, nah. <laughs> Like, no thanks. Right. Like, we, right. he had his and mask on. a good dude. Yeah, we, 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 right. he Clubs was like, a great dude. he goes, I'm doing nothing in town. He's like, I want to do a bunch of rake stuff. We went and we, um, we went to a uh, lemonade stand for some refugee kids and I was going to match. I said, they, they were looking for 200 bucks. I was like, I'll put a hundred, you put a hundred. I turn around. These kids are going crazy. He gave him $600. I was like, yeah, I'm not matching that. I was like, uh, <laughs> whatever. But he had his mask on. Like, we took photos. And then he was like, I don't care. Like, he was like, blah, 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 blah. This was going down. And then my social media team was like, hey, you know, what's the caption? I was like, don't post it. And like, really? I was like, don't post it. And then even when he got traded, I was like, it still was like, meh. Like, it, it doesn't, I just, it, it's just a, it's a un spoken truth or rule just like I don't care like it doesn't what does that do to me you know what I mean like what does that do for right. me and I know Angel's probably not privy to that but there was a guy that I'm sure you know Andre online on Twitter on Cleveland Twitter um who had posted this guarantee about there being Ohio State football coming back? And he mm. guaranteed it. Yeah. He tripled yeah. down. He doubled down. He ended up making national news. He's on Barstool. Like, this guy's getting like famous until a point where everybody's like, all right, we're going with it. And sure enough, it didn't happen. And it was like, for what, bro? Like, would you do it to get that fame while it was happening? Did you get it? Like, now you look crazy. Like, even if you believed that the person was telling you the source, what does it matter? And I think, Angel, you told me that once. You were like, I'm not in the business of being first. I'm in the business of being right. Even if you didn't say that to Thank me, you should write that down, Angel, because that was a great quote I just gave you. No, she, she's right, though. Wait, was that her? I, I, don't, I don't think that was her quote, Dre. I think I just made that up. That ain't her quote, but she's no, right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. Like, I just remember being at NBJ, too, and just getting into, um, reporting and understanding because I was coming from an ESPN very objective viewpoint so I could talk about both teams and just kind of give the information as I was getting it however um, just working with the team um, for network it's, it's different you will not more than likely you will not be the first one to say um, or even though you know it. News. Even, even though, though you know, know it, it. Even though you know it, but at the end of the day, you can give a different angle. You you were talking to that player. You were talking to that coach. And you're seeing how they're reacting to things behind those closed doors where you were only allowed. Right. So that's the angle that you have to take. And so that that's what's different. So, Andre, even to your point, I think earlier said, this is different. <laughs> you know, yeah. like for me, even like I'm, you know, calling games on my computer. And then once I'm done, I can sit on my couch and, you know, eat the popcorn. You're actually there, so that's still different. So I'm like, gosh, he's literally still able to, you know, at least be, but, you know, around in the atmosphere. Yeah, for but Angel, yeah, but imagine this, and and let and, and Ricky, don't say nothing for a minute. Imagine sitting in a basketball arena and you the only person. Like sometimes we'll go to like breaks, and right. I'll just, you know, on that like that moment when the director or somebody's not in your ear, I'll look around to my left and right. And it's so eerie because I'm sitting in an empty stadium. 
like a match. Like it's just, it doesn't like make sense or the game's over and you leave and you know, the security guard that you give a fist bump, the, you know, mm-hmm. Ricky waiting at the bar with 15 people. Right. None you know, every bar. Right. Right. None of that's going on. You know what it's like down where you're at right now. I leave there and like, I'm, I'm going to keep it real with y'all. I let the second game we did. And the last time I brought up crying, Ricky made fun of me. I ain't cry. But I literally pulled out of progressive field. I looked left, right. And there right. was no traffic. And I was and right. like, and there's nothing. And there's still some things boarded up. And it's just like, it's right. almost, it's like really putting on performance right now. Like you really, we're really performing because life is not normal down there. You're right. I, I think too, because I was going to ask you that, just what it's been like for you. But before like we get deeper into that, you mentioned some people just making their money off of, you know, the players and just being that voice. I know Jason Whitlock does it a lot too. Mm, mm. But for me, I think it's very interesting because I still think that what exactly is your point? Ricky said it. What, what's the angle? Because is it for clout? Is it to be that evil voice? Because at, at the end of the day, when you're talking about mental health, and uh, and and Dak, like this wasn't just coronavirus. He lost his brother to suicide. Right, right. So this is something. And and when you preface it with, um, I know I'm going to get backlash, or I know people are going to be angry, and I welcome it. Then you're like, well, what exactly? What are you bringing to the table? Because right. it's, it's ignorant and Complete. to think, and it's reckless. I know I, I can speak for myself. This has changed my outlook and perspective on a lot of things. I want to spend more time with friends. I want to spend more time with family that matter. I don't have a big circle um, to begin with, but now it's just like I'm not posting as much. I'm like trying to engage every now and again on Twitter, but mental health is a very serious thing. I know that even covering players, like the stories we can't share um, that are put out there, like Mm -hmm. people dealing with anxiety and depression. and, And you said it. Okay, guys are 26. I have to cover guys that are fresh out of college. Right. They're 19 years old. Yeah, trying to figure out life, trying to figure out how to take care of their family. You know, the pressures of like, oh, he needs to be traded. You're terrible. And then still coming through and like seeing social media and hearing them say, yeah, this is hard. Like, I don't I don't know what else they want me to do. Right. To me, I think we have it's, it's tough because I think we have to be that voice. Um, or you will have the longevity, hopefully, and pe- the respect. Right. When people know that you do your job in a sense of just like coming from a, a, a place of empathy and and wanting to be correct and wanting to be fair. I'm not saying, you know, ride anyone's coattail and say everything right. you're doing is right, but be fair. And yeah. for you to say that this isn't, um, that shows a sign of weakness when you uh, aren't, or being vulnerable in a locker room where you don't even know the next person who that may help. Right. You don't right. know that they're how their story may, you know, help someone else get help because I think, and that goes in a deeper level to me because I think that's something that's always cursed our, our community. Black people oh. always put on a face of trying to be strong, trying to put hold it tough, in. Put and, something on that. And, 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 I, and I saw <laughs> it. I, I don't know if Andre told me not to speak. I don't know if it, the band is off now, but I'm going to speak. No, you, man, come on. I'm joking, like, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. You put me on the podcast. I'm joking, I'm joking, joking man. I'm joking, I'm joking. I know, but, but, but to me, Angel, to me, I, and the, immediately I said the opposite. I was like, that's kind of, and Andre, you weren't on it to start the podcast. I said, Angel did a post that sounded so real because she was transparent. To me, I want to go more in the foxhole and fight with somebody who's going through something who's real. 
Like if you if to me like right. it different and it works for different people. But to me, if me sure. you and Andre, if me you and Angel about to go to battle, Angel's like, y'all, I'm scared, but let's do this. Now I'm like, she's scared and she still want to do it. We out here versus right. a robot. Out there. Right. Yeah, versus a robot. So even his even his justification was dumb to me. Take away the fact that he said he was weak and da da da. Like nah, bro. Like that's that's to me that's the coolness of like yeah, we about to do this together. Yeah. Like let's do it right. for so even in a real that, team aspect. In a real team aspect, you come together for someone that's down, somebody that's hurt. Kid Bayless showed that he's that he his empathy is gone because he's been paid to talk down to people that he will never look in the eye or look in the face I, and right. really deal with in real world situations. And some people get so many zeros in they in their bank account and they live so far away from the element that they're talking about that they forget that they're dealing with people. Like for him, he gets to go by. He gets you know today he's on TV wearing new Jays or, or doing whatever else he is and, and pimping it along, sitting next to Sharp. Letting Sharp take all the heat for anything that's got to be. And, and, like, for him, if he gets a couple jabs in, he goes in the weekend, he's his steak dinner, and he's good because he's lost his empathy towards who. And I and I hate to I, I hate to go at one person like this, but this is a story that's in the news. Like, this is the story. And he's lost he's lost his ability. And he used to be he used to be a beat writer. Angel, he used to go in the, right. he used to go in the locker room. He used to and, – and I think – and I think we have to remember this, you and I. You got to remember what it's like, just what it's like to be an athlete in a locker room and be the right. whether you're the starting point guard, whether you're the backup, backup, backup point guard. Whether you know, like, there's a difference in every role on a team, and I think we forget what those roles are when we stop going into those clubhouses and those locker rooms. Like, I, like I've been around guys that like have real family issues going on. I'll tell a quick story. Like, um, it was a, it was a linebacker for the Browns way back when. Um, and this is when I was like the same age as the players, so that made the job. The, the line was blurred on what was, you know, what I should have been doing and shouldn't have been doing. And a player at the end of the season, he was from down south. He got a contract extension. And Angel, it goes right back to what you said. I worked for the Browns radio network. I got, it, you know, I got it a little bit quicker than everybody else. I was happy for the brother because I knew how hard he worked. So I report like two days before the last game of the season. Blah, blah, blah. I got a contract extension worth $16 million, right? Damn. So the story goes out there, and I'm happy for him. And his wife hits me up on a Saturday and was like, Andre, please get that story to go away. We got family from Alabama, Georgia, blah, blah. They think we got $16 million in our house, and they're coming up here for the weekend. And it crushed me, Angel, because I was because no. I was I, I was feeling myself so strong that I was like, man, I broke this story. And when she told me how hard it was and how difficult it was and how many people were calling out of the woodwork, literally thinking they signed a sixteen million dollar deal and they got sixteen million dollars, it brought the realness of I'm dealing with people's lives. This ain't just me, you know. This ain't me just getting a pat on the back. These are people's lives and what they're dealing with. Yeah, that's right. I'm just happy to be in the room, guys. You guys, like, honestly. I'm happy too. To, no, Seriously. I'm talking about with you guys. I, I, I got to tell y'all quick. I'm glad y'all called. I got to tell y'all a quick Jeez, story. Sally, you had a lot goes. to talk about. Jesus Christ. Go on. I, you call, you, I do. You know, <laughs> hey, hey. You know, I got like, I, yeah, hey, on the real, on the real, I got like five people asking me to talk to them or leave messages for them. And I ain't called none of them back, but y'all. <laughs> so, so my sister, my older sister, and God, I love her. I love you, Jeff. Because I, I know this is going to get back to her. Because she keep up with everything I do. I got a nephew that's a rapper down in Atlanta. How many times y'all heard that story? <laughs> uh, yeah. Being from Atlanta, yeah, I get it. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, you from Atlanta. You probably get this. So my sister literally this morning, and I love her. She texted me, good morning. What's your influencer fee for IG story repost and Twitter? 
I'm like, cause my, my nephew got my nephew got a song that dropped in the video that dropped today. I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna wow. get y'all the link. Y'all gonna put it up. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to tell my sister, oh. I was like, I was like, you ain't giving me no influence to be. I was like, I live in Ohio, girl. What am I ever doing? Yeah, that'd be the and worst. Was, oh. Yes. And it's my sister. And I'm like, girl, I'm gonna post my nephew's video. Even though he's wearing sweaters in LA. Like he went and did a he, he and he may pop. He he you know how he's twenty one years old. He's he's feeling himself. It ain't. I love him, and I'm gonna post it. I'm gonna speak for Richard Lee Smith Jr. only, and this is not the thoughts and views of Andre Not or Angel, who also has a sister and family. It's hard when people put pressure on you to repost, post, retweet um, things. And I, this comes. I'm gonna go all the way Absolutely. left to come back right. I have a no repost charity rule or GoFundMe or ask for money account, and that's only because I get those. I get probably fifteen to twenty a day, and not that they're wrong, not that they wouldn't be right, not that the, the, the I don't agree with the causes, not whatever. But it's like. I would just be a reposting uh, account. Um, right. If I do post it, it's because it's like your work you do with your wife. It's, it's stuff that Angel's about. Like it's right. because I want to do it. I'm a part of it, et cetera, et cetera. I feel for it. But I, yesterday I had a moment where a, a comedian, fellow comedian was like, what's for dinner? I was like, you should have pizza. She goes, what's up with that rake? I go, what's your Venmo? And, and if you guys want to test this, please do it. I wrote, what's your Venmo? There was 27 people, and I'm not exaggerating the number, all got in my accounts with sob stories. Two, it was a transgender woman who has three kids who's on the street, sent me her Venmo. Owner, I know she's transgender because she wrote that in the note. I don't know if that's relevant to her being homeless or not, or me giving her more money. I don't know what the story was. But it, it was just all these people coming to the point where me and the comedian started joking. We're like, oh, I can't see your Venmo because I have to fight through all the people giving me their Venmo, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> so it gets tricky online. And I say that to say that, um, you know, I get posts a lot of people and I have to tell them I'm not an A&R. Like, even if your music was good, I don't <laughs> know what I would do with it. Like, uh, thank you. Uh, right. I'll put it on my. I actually can't because all I have is Spotify. So I don't know how to play your music. <laughs> your SoundCloud? Like, I don't even know how we. I, right, right. They just want the eyes on it. They think, like, just being, you know, come on now. Like, let's be real. Like, they just want to be put on. But, you know, so right. it's just like, if we can get. If we can get, and just from a, a family standpoint, because yeah. I get it all the time. Hey, can you repost this? And I'm like, why would y'all ask me this? Like, right. now, now I'm running commercials on my Instagram. But, but Angel, but Angel I, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna speak on the other on the other side. We are the blue checks, right? We're not famous. We're we're known, as I would say. We're not famous. Yeah. I don't think they know that we don't have much influence. Like, even if we repost it, we yeah. might get you. We might get you nine likes. And that's our like. Right. And you know who those nine likes are? Those are our. And I, ooh, I uh, say, no, 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 no. I'm about to tell you who they are. Ooh, I'm about to get us in trouble. Those are those nine fanatics that almost scare us. That those people that before we even hit sin, they already liked it. We're like, oh, okay. It's so scary. We have them muted. Like, I, as one person, no matter what I post, they retweet and post, and I'm like, uh, thank, thank you. Uh, let somebody else get some retweets in here. Right. Just, sit like that's love. <laughs> just sit to the right. side. Well, for a second. My, like that's what my that's what my nephews rap. Like like okay, you think people that want the Indians line up at two o'clock want to hear my nephew <laughs> bragging about <laughs> right like like, <laughs> like, rapping, like rapping about what twenty one year olds rap about with money flashing all over. Like I'm proud of him, but I'm telling you, half the people on my Twitter account will be like, why is this hippity hot? Like I can only imagine. 
say, it, say, 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 even with mine, like it's 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 not even like we're doing it as a brand. It's just you know your voice, you know what's like. I'll say this, and Andre, do not do not get mad and, and don't stop doing it. I know if I get a retweet from you on some like political stuff, I know it's about to be holy hell with the races in yep. my comments. I'm like, thanks, Andre, right. but god damn it, right. here they come. Because right. what, what am I supposed to do though? When I have to, <laughs> like, I, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought like because I thought I actually thought about that last night. Oh my god, somebody posted something. Somebody was like. So the same people that are cheering that dude to hit a touchdown, they can cheer for him to run a football, but they can't cheer for you. And that's a great tweet. Right. And dog. And yeah, because like in a natural, like somebody, Will Burns brought this up. He's like, Twitter and social media, the game has changed. You can't even be yourself on it no more. Nah. He said, like, it is. And literally, why did I have to think? It's like, seriously, 12 hours ago, I literally sat and for like five minutes and debated, should I retweet that? Because yeah. I was like, I'm not really in the mood to deal with yeah. what's gonna come from this, but that, but that, that's real. Like what he said, even if it's the truth, it's like ah, I really don't want to piss off the racist today, but yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's sad. no, you're right. It just it's make like any it's my like this guy and Andre, you saw like I was going back. This guy was like, well, that's your opinion. And I was like, yeah. Like who else's opinion would it be? It's my Twitter account. Like I am tweeting, buddy. Like, and how'd you even end even up here? Even the way, even the way how Collinsworth has reacted to, you know, the unity and talking about, you know, what the league said they wanted this season to be and bring more awareness to it. And then it was like, all right, and that's that. But let's get to the football. Yeah, let's get right. to the game. <laughs> I, I, let me, I'm, all right, let me ask both of y'all. Let me ask both because I'm this and I'm man, y'all. Yeah, y'all too. Andre, I'm extending this podcast to you if you would like to do this uh, twice a month. Absolutely. I, I, I love talking to y'all. Y'all know Angel, that. Angel, are you okay with that? Oh, so when I don't feel like talking, Andre, watch thing. this, because Andre's carrying this now. It's supposed to be five minutes. We're 45 minutes in. Take it away, Andre. Ask us questions. Go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like, like, all right, somebody, I, I know we're made nameless. Somebody hit me up, a, a white friend, and was like, Trey. You know, I got a lot of friends that are NBA uh, fans, and it's really bothering them to see Black Lives Matter on on the court and on and on the jersey. What should I tell them? And I was like, well, I can't. Tell, I'm not going to say exactly what I said, <laughs> but I was like, obviously they don't. They ain't NBA fans. But I go, if that if that's what's bothering them, I go, there's a bigger problem, and they're really just telling on themselves, and they're really telling you who they are. Yeah, I'm at a point like I don't know if you guys saw the video from the Miami Dolphins. Oh, the Miami yeah. Dolphins oh, yeah. basically oh, yeah. said, oh, yeah. "I loved it. I loved it." Mm-hmm. Me too. They basically were like we ain't playing all this, all this back right. and forth. We just gonna stay in the locker room because and it's got and it's a it's a damn shame that it's gotten to this mm-hmm. that so many people want to fight something that's just so that should be so regular. But I and I don't want I want to say this right because I know however I say it somebody will be tweeting at me or calling me it's okay days. we but have four listeners you said listeners. NFL, you said NFL is a joke blah, blah, blah. Well, but I mean as black people don't we look at all this stuff like alright I love seeing in racism and all that other stuff but from a league that keeps players out and certain players won't ever play in the league anymore like those words don't really mean okay. very much you're hearing lift up every voice like I know how some of these people that are watching at home and how they can't see people booed last night and not all of them did but enough did like, lift up every voice. I don't want that song ruined to my kids, to my family, 
because some races can't take hearing a song about, about like that. Like I heard, right. I saw black people like, man, lift up every voice should be the national anthem. And then like two, you know, three people later, it's like, what the hell is this Jigaboo song? And oh, I'm like, wow, hey, literally my head wants to explode. Uh, friend of the show, Jamil, think, Jamil tweeted that. She's like, I don't understand what's the controversy of like, why wouldn't it be out there? And I, and I was about to write her a whole thing and I know she would have went back and forth, but I just wrote, I wouldn't have been out there. Like you said, I didn't even feel like, I didn't feel like getting into it because it's that element of, and I know Angel, I, I know you were about to say something, but it's an element too of just, I grew up uh, black, of course, I'm black. I went to all-white school. We watched Glory, right, at the all-white school. Mm. And that's rough for a, a ninth grader to watch. And the kids weren't even trying to be racist, but they're like, I, I, you know the part of Glory. When he's like, I ain't never had no, no, no family. Before. Yeah. So the kids are mm-hmm. doing that, and there's like an element where I'm like, I'm, I was only three blacks. Like, I'm feeling a certain type of way. So like you said, I don't even want to disgrace... I don't even want that song and that thing to be used as propaganda, and I don't want the NFL to feel right. like, well, we gave you the Negro spiritual, and you do like right. it's like, why are we even like when I eat my food, I say a prayer to myself. When some people say prayer a lot, I say a prayer, and I eat my food. I don't stand up for the national anthem when I eat my food. <laughs> when as a comedian, when I go on stage, I'm not like this. Well, let's all rise. Like I don't know another occupation, doctors before surgery. Uh, I can't actually think of an occupation where before they start to do with their job, they have to stand up and 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 and, and whatever. And I asked um, Sent, who was Angel's friend, and I let Angel finish. Um, and I don't know because I never traveled, right? I'm 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 only right here. I've never been across the pond. I'm like, is it common to see other flags in countries or the places they are? Like in France, they have yeah flags everywhere. It's very common, and they're very proud. So for me, like I'm a proud American. I think we got some things to work through. We got a long way, but I I know that it means a lot to me. Like in France, you go over there, it's it's everywhere. Like they're proud. Um, so I mean, I, I see it everywhere. I don't. <laughs> like to your point, like you, I think too, it's um, just being out there, the level of, uh, I don't want to say adventure or anything, like sound weird, but you don't know until you know. And so I just challenge people to think outside the box, to do something different and beyond themselves. Because I think traveling has helped me a great deal um, intellectually. Um, understanding different cultures. I don't go to a different country and say, hey, do you speak English? Like, if you do, that's great. That's awesome. But I'm trying my very best to immerse myself in their culture because I think our their idea of Americans, too, is that we always, <laughs> right? And we want so people to look at us. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. So I think it's so important to, um, I think you would see how humble you have to be just to go to a different country and see how they live and see you know, how they operate. And that's why I'm okay with traveling. And honestly, even through this quarantine, I'm like, I feel like I'm missing a piece of me because each year I get to experience that because I am humble to a point where it's just like, there's something bigger than this. And right now, all I feel is this is this. This is it. And that's what like is really like scary to me because Uh this is what I'm seeing every day. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's real. Like, we went to Jamaica. This just happened this year. My, all my dad's kids are grown. So we get into a bridge to make, thank God we went, because I'd be going crazy, because I love traveling. And my, it was my two sisters, my wife, and we had a friend with us, and we got in, like, a, a little van in Jamaica, and we were going to go to the, you know, just going for, you know how you go off of the island or whatever to go to another island. Yeah. And my dad purposely went out of his way to sit in the front seat next to the driver, and he was just like, and he was like, hey, man, you can be real with us. You know, so he goes, I want you to tell my family about your economy. I want you to tell people, like, you know, what, like, he goes, tell us what, what a gallon of gas would cost in America compared to what you have to pay for it. 
Apparently, like, and this guy and this and it, it was sad because this guy was was educated. He was a, a jazz musician, and he was probably making forty five dollars a day, if that, right? And my dad's whole thing is when we finally stopped, and he took us to like one of the stops. It was one of these little marts that you could go. You know, you could get you could buy artifacts and all that other stuff, and, and you could buy jerk chicken because <laughs> you know, we are black, and that, and that stuff is good. And my pops was like, and my pops literally, and I knew what he was up to because I know my pop. Like we, I just knew as he was asking them questions, I was like, this dude about to, have, this is about to be a quiz. <laughs> like, like, I'm like, he ain't doing this for no reason. Right. And literally, when we stopped to get the chicken, he kind of looked at me. He was like, y'all, one of y'all gonna buy that man some food? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, yeah, man. I go, I already got him a thigh. You know, he was, he was like, he was like. He goes, well, make sure you and your sisters put something together and take care of that man because that man is going through something way different than any of us have right. ever gone through. Right. Right. Now, that man could have totally conned the game. But my dad's point was, as you were talking about, Angel, when we travel and we go to these other countries and these other places, have real conversations with these people and understand right. how good you got it. That was my dad's right. point. When we went to dinner later that night, he was like, I wasn't trying to bully y'all. I wasn't, he goes, I just want y'all eyes open. We out on vacation. We're enjoying ourselves. We're buying stupid stuff that we. He was like, "Y'all buying stuff? Y'all gonna wear one time?" And like literally, like I looked in the bag of stuff my sister had, and just like stared at her. She was like, "Cause I was like, you ain't gonna wear this, right? Right? You ain't gonna wear this Jamaican dashiki." Hilarious. Hilarious. But it was like, but you know, as we grow older, though, I was glad my dad was gone. He's always been like that. But his thing was just like literally, like, yo. Take care of these people because these people are working harder and giving up way more than we are just right. to be able to, you know, just to try to live. And that's why, to me, I, I, Angel, I couldn't, I, this isn't your hometown. This isn't where you're from. Um, you're, you, you're building your own base here. And I feel bad for you because we've all been put in this isolation over the last six, seven, eight months. And for people that travel and that go around, like to me, I breathe because I get to go to other cities and see how other people live and other, and not being able to do that, man. Like, like literally I've had conversations with my sister a couple of times where I'm like, dude, I just want to, I just want to just get on a plane and plop down somewhere else and read a book somewhere else where I don't have to deal with exactly. everyday life. Exactly. <laughs> no, we, we, Seriously. Yeah. Anywhere but here. <laughs> right. And it's no that. offense to here. It's just yeah. you want right. to breathe. Well, I haven't. You want to disconnect. I physically haven't left. And I told Angel the last podcast, like, I have all the free time in the world, too. But then I'm like, with COVID, and Andre, you know this, and you, you've been blessed to work at the radio, or TV and, and the radio part. But, like, as independent contractors, we don't know sometimes when our money's coming, right? So, like, I'm doing right. well, and our money's saved, and I'm doing very well. But I'm like, if I go spend three, 4000 like, ooh, am I looking back in December like, damn. Now I'm eating tuna fish. Like, um, yeah. you you don't know. Like, it, the whole world is, is 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 whatever. So it's, I'm I'm saying that to say that I I'm 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 not doing well, guys. <laughs> I know. Well, we knew I, this from the very beginning. We knew this whole circle. We were like, this is gonna be an intervention. I'm gonna tell you what's even funnier, man. Like me learning how to DJ, right? That went viral, like all over BBC. Like I got all of that, whatever, right? That was six weeks ago. Now I'm like, so so Jen, who who runs my stuff, and she calls around, and I'm like, Jen, don't call anymore. Retirement home. She's like, what? I was like. We gotta do something different. I was like, we already, we already, we already maxed that out. Society, Instagram, social media. Yeah, we're gonna do it, and that's great. But I was like, what's the next thing? And I was like, it's sad that I've already right. reached that level of like, we've done that, and I'm gonna keep doing them. But I was like, but I, I need to top that. And it's like, <sighs> you don't need to top that. 
You need to find more people that see what you're doing nah, and they want to nah, go do it. Let me tell you something. Nah, no, they, no, they're doing it. No, they're doing it, but it, we're in COVID. But my thing is like, for me to be the nonprofit that I am, like I I don't have to be the smartest in the room. I have to be most creative. And I'll come up with it. But it's just funny that that the way we are in society, me learning how to DJ was in March. Me DJing was in June. Me getting famous from it was last month. And now it's like, okay, now what's next? <laughs> Just uh, it's adult ADD. Yeah, that's typical Ricky. That's Ricky. That's no, Ricky. that's society. That's society. No, that's you, dog. And it's okay. <laughs> it's like you, like it's okay. You're like you're like I, you're remind me of the girl that, and I'm not girl or guy that loves to chase in a relationship, and then as soon as they get the person, they're like, all right, man. I'm yeah, okay. That's just you. We gotta find. We have to find the niche that keeps that keeps you waking up. And, and there's nothing wrong with that, man. That's, you found a way through it. That's why I love golfing, because I am terrible. And it, it's going to take me years to get good. But you're right. I, I am famously known. I tell people that I love doing things I'm not good at. Like, that's why I love it. Like, I, right. Angel, do not make a basketball joke right now. Because <clears throat> we did play mm-hmm. basketball. Um, Andre, I know it was five minutes. Are you, you're in Minnesota, right? No, nah, dog. I don't get to travel no more. Oh, you and don't? I, like, I was, I was we just at, talked about this. Yeah, it's all right. Angel, I want to go back. I got to ask Angel something. Mm-hmm. Everybody, like at first, when people were like, man, you can do the games from home. That's sweet, man. For you, sitting on the couch and being in your house still, what's the, what's the, what's the, your favorite thing about it and what's the worst thing about it? Doing a game from your home. Uh, my favorite thing about it is like, I'm extreme. <laughs> uh, I just, it's convenient. Like I can put on, if I have a strong Wi-Fi, I can just call the game. I'm good. I'm in a space where I'm comfortable and I don't have to worry about like getting dressed up per se. Like I don't have to wear, you know, uncomfortable red bottoms. I don't have to like walk around and try and figure things out. Like everything is right here. And to your point too, it's also my least favorite thing because I'm talking to a screen. How is that? You know how our parents say, Oh, this generation, they don't know how to connect. Everything's through Twitter, everything's through Instagram, everything's through text, and you don't know how to really interact with people anymore. I miss that. When you said uh, pumping the security guard's uh, hand, like right. giving the fist bump, I really seriously miss that. I miss seeing George in, in the hallway. I miss seeing those guys. They were family. Yeah. But I, it's that, I, it means so much more than me saying I get a check for doing a game looking at the screen. It's, it's great. It's going to pay the bills and it's you know like this is awesome but at the same time it's the worst we know what we put into this craft uh, to get these moments right and the other thing if you want to get yes everything you said is dead on the other thing is that I'm finding like like being at the park yesterday for a home game even though it was the worst game ever I can still report upon the emotions of players things. You're going to get, like tonight we're doing a game we're looking at TV and I'll give I'll give the group that I work with credit. After we did like two games on TV, like games on the road, like literally Matt Underwood came out of the room and was like, "Look, this ain't this ain't normal." They, they were like, he was like, "Open up Andre's mic, like don't close Andre's mic. We, we're doing something different because yeah. you can't. We can't. We're just looking at TV screens. We're sitting in a studio looking at TV screens and trying to like act like we're there. We're not." Mm-hmm. And for the most part, knock on wood, and I'm never, you know, it's not about, not about me. Our number, we, we our numbers supposedly, I didn't even know until yesterday, our ratings are, are the best ratings in baseball right now. 
and we're totally kind of flying by the seat of our pants. But at the end of the day, it's not like we're high-fiving. Thank you, Richie. Thank you. <laughs> but it's still, this is not how we want to do it. This is not, and, and like, it, it's just, it's uncomfortable. I'm sure when you get done with the game and you're, and you're in sweatpants and you can roll right over and you, you don't got to get in the car and go nowhere, it's nice. But the two and a half hours doing it, it's not the natural thing that you train to not do. the same thing. No, and, and I miss it. Like, I, like you said, seeing the guys and, and Ricky in the back and, you know, talking about the game and, and laughing and interacting after the game, even at halftime, the fans, like, hitting through the glass and, like, doing the halftime interview with the coaches and laughing. And it, it, there's just so much that goes into game day. It truly is a family, and that's why when Kevin Love donated the money, um, once this thing just transpired with them knowing that the season was over, like that's right. what was huge to me because he was like, this is it. This is their job. This is family. Yeah. And so to your point, like, whew, I, this is different, but I guess my mind was always prepared for it because I was in this position before where it wasn't like a pandemic or anything, but even working with ESPN, we had Remy games. So we would fly down to Orlando. So we had our little bubbles in. We would go to a, a trailer. We would go inside, and they're like, okay, this is the game you have. I remember um, one of the, the craziest moments, and I was just like, I want to be there. But we had to call a game from a remote location in Orlando when the game was in Tennessee. It was actually probably one of the last times that Pat Summit would be in the summit wow. um, at Tennessee, and they were playing LSU. And it was senior night. So Candace Parker, there are all those, you know, revered players that put that, you know, create so much history. Right. You're talking about that game and you're calling the game, but you're not there. That's different. You don't get to see the emotion from Pat Summit on the baseline and the players interacting with her. We have a producer there that's talking about, okay, we got this camera going here. We got this camera going that. We got, and it's just like, okay, <laughs> it's like robotic. Right. I feel it. You know, and we have to say, oh, we're here. We can't stay. We're somewhere else. So it was just very interesting. I just remember showing up at sweatpants, calling the game, but I felt removed. Right. And I didn't feel um, like I was a, a part of that moment. I felt like I was talking about the moment, but I didn't feel like I was a part of it. Yeah. And I, I don't want to miss out on those <clears throat> moments because it, it does mean a lot. Uh, it's it's kind of like when I uh, it's kind of like when I uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> hey, what's, what's your pizza deal, Rick? What's, what's this pizza deal, man? Uh, you like, and Jack bringing Pizza Hut back or not? Pizza uh, I got no, I, I got so many deals. I, I it's funny. <laughs> I just got three new deals in the last twenty four hours. And I'm trying to figure out. They didn't say I couldn't work with everybody, but I'm I'm about man. My timeline. I'm I'm flung y'all with everything. I'm selling out. I want all the checks. Y'all about to see me uh, promoting Boost. You a cricket? Oh, cricket. <laughs> hey. Well, I know. I woke up to see him talking about I love McDonald's. I'm like, hey. okay. Uh, Are yes. you gonna have your own quarterback ponder here? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Travis. You gonna be Travis? Y'all, you gonna put bacon on it? What else you gonna put on? You guys are laughing, but uh, hmm. Yeah. I got a question. Never mind. Never mind. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. We're way over. We we were gonna do a twenty minute podcast. Go ahead, go ahead. What do you guys say? Yeah, yeah, come, on. I got oh, come on, no, come on, man, so, come on. No, I love, I'm doing game prep. We got this big series. Dre, what's the question? Let Dre live. Dre, no, Dre had one more question. Dre, what's the, what's the last? Yeah. Come on. Um, and this is just because I'm in that. I'm in that. I'm, I'm just quizzing everything that happens in life right now. Yeah. What is McDonald's saying when they go to Travis Scott? 
hey, we're gonna give the Travis Scott meal out. Like, Yo, I guess I hate so I actually, that I hate that I side eye everything now. So I actually, right. I actually know the in, inner workings. Two thirds of all the owners, uh, franchises are against it completely, like completely against it, um, just because of. Just what's going on is cursing, misogynist, like swearing, right. like all, like the owners are against it. But the agency is like, hey, we need a boost. Like we need to get hip. They saw what he did with Fortnite. They're like, we need to Nike. get people. Yeah, they were like, kids are going the way of Whole Foods and healthy and da da da. They were like, we need something to make these kids come to the. Well, okay, I got a problem, but that's my. Uh, yeah, on. that's that's it. That's my thing, though. Like, what's Travis Scott? What's Travis Scott going to sell to? And and again, I'm not trying to. I'm uh, not attacking Donald. Uh, Andre, not. I, you haven't looked at Instagram. It's full of people getting the cactus jack. No, oh, it's it, it already I, I did know, his job. I know. I yeah. know. But you just said you just said something that we have gone away from. One of the biggest fights we have. The two of the biggest things we have to change. We have to work on education in all of our hoods. Education mm-hmm. and how the education is brought across. But also, and I and I don't, and I'm not standing on top of the hill, but healthy foods. Hey, are not hey, in hey, power. hey, hey, you won't do that. No, uh, see, no, 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 no. I want to hear him say this because it's important, and I completely 100 agree. So like, I'm okay. Like, I have no beef with with any fast food place. I don't. I get it. But we all know when you go to the hood, there are certain places that you can get food that you can't that you can't get food from other places. Mm-hmm. And to me, I, I, I'm just, I'm being careful. Like, like when is Whole Foods going to come through at Whole Foods and put a Whole Foods in the hood? They're never going to as long as Travis Scott is selling you bacon, baconators or whatever the hell else they're selling you. Like, I just feel like it, it, it's pulling the wool over our eyes, bro. That's all I'm saying. But I, we, I saw, we saw the, uh, anybody got a, a, a rate or anything news on what the Popeye's chicken sandwich is doing? Like that's oh, so crazy. Right. <laughs> it was like, okay, now right. it's done and it's still three ninety nine, and I probably don't want to eat it again. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like it's, it's, it's honestly like I say the same thing. You, you go and ride through our neighborhoods, and it's just like you see this. You see who they're selling to, yeah, and what the demographic is, and 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 then we get upset and we're just like, okay. Can I, Why don't we have anything in this neighborhood? And it, it, it's heartbreaking because I want to see that. I want to see a juice spot in the hood. I want to see like different things, different options, right. healthier options. Because we, we like juice. We like statistics of hypertension, so, and just so, diabetes, and all that. So, devil's advocate, and I know my devil's advocate ain't even devil's advocate. It's it's literally who pays my bills. Um, so it, 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 it is a conversation to be had, right? So like I love Dave's supermarkets. And the reason why I love Dave's supermarkets is because they're the only ones locally, Cleveland, that are in the inner cities, right? They have amazing salad bars and fruit, et cetera, et cetera. But ah, so y'all making me take down a path that we could talk about amongst ourselves, but I don't want the outsiders to hear these conversations. But Well, they don't have to hear them all because this is okay. a good conversation well, for us to because continue. Of, because of Dave's, though, they do have to pay more for security. They do have to do certain things. Right. That a giant eagle who, you know, they did a whole thing with Black Lives Matter, et cetera, et cetera, but there's no giant eagles in the inner city. And I say that to say with McDonald's, 
every time I've ever worked with McDonald's and just even recently this deal that we just literally confirmed um, while I'm on the phone with you guys, um, my new my new contracting commercial. Um, but but I'm, I'm being transparent because like it, it meant a lot to me that they do run a McDonald's house, but they also have. Um, a program where a lot of African-Americans own McDonald's, right? But they're also employing people within the communities. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a spokesperson, but it's like, to your point about Whole Foods, right? Dre is like, we like Whole Foods and we could drive to Whole Foods, but there's no Whole Foods in the inner city. So they're not employing us. They don't care about per se, like our health, it's, 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 it's a slippery slope because then I'm like, if I owned a right. restaurant and I put my restaurant in a neighborhood where it might, I might not get the workers. I might not get, I might no, you don't go where you can make your money. Yeah. So it. it's, it's, it. it's, mm-hmm. it's what came first. And, and I talk very, very openly about my deal with McDonald's, even when I, and it's going to sound like I'm being whatever, but I, I did it before my McDonald's deal. It was a black ad agency out of Chicago. And we right. talked, we talked about these points about how, they reinvested back in rake or they have to do certain things or they, they have McDonald's university and they have programs where they have to donate so much money and stuff like that. So I get it. Um, I get it. I get it. Please I get believe it. we're proud of you, and we no, want no, 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 no. But, I, but that's a real, but that's a real conversation. You're right, because I have friends hey. of mine, like uh, White Steve, who I call him White Steve, uh, a friend of ours. He's a coach for the Cavs. I took him to Days, and I explained to him why I like going to Days. It might be a little bit more, but I was like, but if you look around in the inner cities, there are no grocery stores, and and that mm-hmm. is bigger to so many issues. So then that's when COVID hits more, because you know if you have pre-existing conditions, but if you can't get spinach or you don't know what a kiwi fruit or these things or you don't have that market so it's it's those are the things that kind of pre-designed that it, it, it not saying it keeps you down but like all my hood chicken spots i just went to kim's and i'm going to you know uh b&m's and i'm going to whatever and everything in the hood we have fried chicken spots and not to say that that's all we we eat but it's like that's what we see we don't see these you know smoothie shops and we don't see these juice places but it's like what came first if we put them in the hood are they gonna eat it or are they not gonna eat it it's like i don't know i don't know the answer but i'm, I'm god knows i'm with you guys like to me um it's 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 a never ending cycle because our grandparents ate bad, our parents ate ate bad, like but it goes all the way back if you want to teach a history lesson. I like, had those conversations. I was like, we grew up on some bad but stuff. It, but it <laughs> came it came from the slave days. You remember on Sundays right. they gave us slop. And even as African Americans, we still use that slop to be the best meals. We over seasoned our food because they was giving us yep. uh pork that our bodies can digest. And that goes the deeper right. that maybe people our listeners yeah. might not know, but it's like that's literally where um you know Big Mama's house on Sundays came from because the slaves to, to fill our listeners in on Sundays the slave masters would give the slave owners the scraps and that was like the, the good meal and so African Americans figured out how to season it how to cook it how to fry it how to put lard how to where make chitlins, it good that's where chitlins yeah that's where chitlins from. literally came from <laughs> so in spite of all we've been through we still make the best of even a food situation but now it's like it's 2020 like hey mom put that salt down hey we don't need to eat salt pork right. anymore it's like you know cook the greens but don't put a whole thing of pork in there why are we putting sugar in the spaghetti which I love to put sugar in my spaghetti but it's like, hey, that's diabetic, or they're chopping our legs off, or stuff like that. So, right, it might be, you know, a white person might not understand, but it's like it's it's been conditioned. I, I was telling a friend the other day about just uh, just the makeup. As progressive as our families are, we sit here, Andre, Rick, and Angel. My sister was the first one of either one of my families to go to college. And mind you, you know, slavery was 300 years ago and it was 100 years, but it's like those things are just now happening. And it's like things that we didn't even know that we like to eat and do and et cetera, et cetera, is, is, is conditioned. So I called Andre and I sent Andre a text and said, hey, do you have five minutes to come with some jokes? We I told one jokes. 
We ain't told one nah. girl we ain't pay no bills. We supposed to do the ad thirty minutes in. Thanks, Andre. We just you just disheveled everything. I'm late to all my. Meetings, I love y'all, and I, I love. I you think you're the greatest. I didn't even no, talk to him about baseball. I'm about to ask some baseball questions. I'm about to ask some Browns you questions. Ask I'm sure. Watch this. I'm sure you're hearing the same thing. <laughs> I won't get you in trouble because I know you work with the Browns now. I, yeah. I'm sure you've been hearing the same thing I've been hearing about the Browns. It's gonna be a long season. Uh, but that, but, that, but, that, but, that, but that, uh, Angel, and that's why I love it. even. He, Angel. I hate when he does that. He's like, I'm not gonna. I know she can. I can. I can. I can. I can say those things, but I I love the fact that I don't because we know things that most people don't know, and it is. But I love that too. Angel will say something. I'm just like, oh, Angel, I'm sitting on something. <laughs> Can't say nothing to nobody, but I know some stuff. Um, Let's do this twice a month. I love y'all. I appreciate you making me a part of this. Andre, thank you so much. You have a blessing. Wait, you and your family I, can take I give, care. Can I give Seriously, Andre one more question? Yeah. What are the other Browns? You. One you, more question. Yeah, real quick. What, real quick, what are the other Browns going? Uh, I'm gonna go fifty-fifty, eight hundred. They're gonna go five, eight, and eight, dog. <laughs> and what do you have? Do you have the Indians make it to the World Series? They're gonna get in the playoffs. Okay. Okay. Man, why you do it? You see, I'm I'm gonna tackle you when I see you, dog. <laughs> <laughs> now we know you can. It, now it, I know you can. It better be with a, it better be with a mask on. I'm not getting caught for you. Hey, man, if I did have a family member say, Ricky is so good, but now he's been at bars a couple more times. And I ain't seen him with his mask on. You know, people Ooh, watching. See? And that's why I don't see him out there. I can't drink I with a mask on. <laughs> I love you. If you can find me a mask, saying, I can drink with a. Well, tell your family members to talk to me. They ain't got to talk to you. Bring that smoke to me. <laughs> and, 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 and Andre, go, and go, ahead, go ahead and promote your uh, nephew's rap music. Why don't you go ahead and get on the remix? Oh, yeah, yeah. Young Jade. He came out today. Let me find it real quick. Uh, uh, I, Angel, I, and, Andre, I got to go. Bye. I don't even know how to hang up. I don't even know hang up on one person. Andre, you got to hang up. I'd rather not have it as outro music. Yeah, don't put it. I'm, it's going to be your outro music. I'm about to speak to you right now. This how, is this how, un, how unprofessional we are. I have y'all on a, a straight up. I don't even know how to hang up on Andre without hanging up on you, Andre. <laughs> Like I'm literally stuck. Can't even hang up on me. I'm looking for it. I gotta Man, find Andre, hang up. No, Adrian, I can't even hang no, up on Andre. him. <laughs> no, you were calling me now. It's on. Wait, okay. I gotta find right, my Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this then. Why are you doing that? I'm gonna read the ad. Here we go. Yeah, be your ad. I don't know be how to read ad. well, so here, he's gonna laugh at this. Here we go. So Andre's an ongoing story. I mean, you listen. I can't read. And 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 here we go. Can you just say the ad, or you want me to say mine? No, I'm gonna do mine first. DoorDash. You've counted on restaurants. Now you're. You counted on restaurants. Now they're counting on you. And while their dining rooms may be closed, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right to your door. Ordering is easy. See, that's where I get in problem when I when I do the inflection. But anyway, ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. Choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and Cheesecake Factory. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery too. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local spot, and your food is on the way. Right now, our listeners get $5 off and zero delivery fees on the first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter BlueWire. That's $5 off with your zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the app and enter the code BlueWire. Don't forget, that's B-L-U-E-W-I-R-E for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. And Angel, you are up. Now I'm... 
do these new sponsors just want you to post pictures or they want you to do reads? Hey, like, where exactly? Read, hey, just read okay, y'all keep right. reading. I'm gonna, hey, I just text y'all my nephew's music. No, I do. You got to hear her read. No, you got to hear this read. No. <laughs> Angel, read. That's fine. We've already talked about it. Football's back. We're all excited. We want them to be a little better in certain areas, but hey, it is back. So, the wait is finally over. Of course, football is back. We already mentioned it, but you might not be at a game this year. Um, we'll see. But you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online online today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code B-L-U-E-W-I-R-E, that's Blue Wire, at betonline.ag. That's Blue Wire, all one word, B-L-U-E-W-I-R-E, BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert. Don't lie, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I should tell my nephew's little Instagram. Shout that out on my. I'm playing. I'm playing it right now. I'm playing it. I'm playing it. Yeah. I still know how to. Yeah. Right. I'm hanging out. I love y'all. Better online, like Angel said. We gonna do this again soon. No, 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 no. I just played it. No, Andre, I just played it. Hold on. Well, whose house is this in the video? Whose house is this? He went to L- I mean, I'm telling you, he's going to see big time, man. He got he the women. He got hey. champagne. Why do you think my sister got us trying to put it out there? He's probably making my sister lose money left and right. This, he, he, he spent. <laughs> oh, wow. no, this, Angel, are you watching it? No, I'm not. Man, click that link. But this I is will. hilarious. My man is spending oh, money. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Now, he has a cell. He, he is using a home phone with a cord yeah. in one of these. Yes. I was like, where did you find a home phone, bro? You don't even know nothing about one of them. He's wearing a Kooji sweater, but the women are wearing dresses. Now, I do yeah, like the fact yeah. he's using all types of shades of women, which is good for him. Yes, he is. Um, yes, he is. He's, yeah, yeah he, he loves himself. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's young. He's young. Is this you know. is this your Ricky? This is what your music video looks like. I, 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 I'm, I'm, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, here's my question: Is it is he? he this is 100 percent your nephew. Like this is. Yes, yes. This is 100 percent my nephew. He grew up playing sports. Wanted to be Allen Iverson. His his older brother. I'll put you. His older brother actually came to spring tra- training with with me to intern with the Indians because he wants to be an athletic trainer. Um, and basically, instead of going on spring break and going to hang out with his rapping brother, he came to spring training with his uncle and hung out with his uncle. So my sister's done a great job with her three kids. My my yeah. niece is, is over in London right now teaching. Um, God bless her because she got out of America enough time that she's actually been able to travel all year long, and I'm so happy mm-hmm. for her. But this is the youngest child, and um, the youngest child seems to, you know, Go a little left sometimes if he wanted to be a rapper. No, so. his his production <laughs> his production is, is is quality. I mean, the photos his his ad campaign is nice. I I mean, for real. Yeah. He it, the name of the ATL album is. Party. Sorry. Did you? But, yeah, but as both of y'all know, but as both of y'all know, there's like 150 people in Atlanta doing the same thing. Times 88. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey, this is his dream. He's a, he's a producer. He's putting music. He's actually learned That's how to awesome. produce. 
He's not just rapping. He's putting it all together. This is coming out on YouTube today. You know, the, yeah, I'm going to call my sister Susie. I'm going to be like, you, I did something better. You know, the cool though. thing about yes. this is, Andre, and I'm, and I'm being for real and transparent. And Angel, you don't have niece and nephews, right? Yeah. You do. You do. Yes, you I do. do. Yes, you do. Thank um, Every photo Andre has liked, and I know we joke a lot, but that, that, I'm sure that means a lot. Like I'm going through, and it says, uh, "Trade not, trade not." So that that's cool, man. It, it, because all you can do is people are going to pursue their dreams, right? And we are three unconventional people, like you said. I, I, I can't speak for you guys, but I, I am not doing. If if I dreamed as a kid to be doing what I'm doing, it wouldn't have been you know as successful as I'm doing right now. Um, so it is cool to kind of just nourish. Uh, dreams and aspirations. I, I think we're probably a little at the jaded phase of life, but um, <laughs> but I was telling a friend. Remember when we first started, whatever it was, just how how Gun the home. struggle, how cool the struggle was. Yeah, and I, and I give an analogy, um, Angel and Andre is like bowling, right, or golfing. Or, or what, basketball. Let's go basketball with you guys, Andre, with football. And it's like when you first started, just catching a ball was great. Or Angel just hitting a, a free throw was great. But then once you get good enough, you realize, oh, I went eight for ten or, or I should have done this. It's like you get to a level where you expect to do certain things, but it's that 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 hunger you have when you first, first started. Am I making sense? Yeah, keep going. I, I'm, just, I'm about to hang up, but go ahead. I love you. Angel, I feel like I lost Angel. 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 Yeah. But do you, do you guys know what I'm saying or no? Do you get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. Yeah. And, and that's we get it. What you're, you're, saying, not gonna, you're not going to. I was waiting for y'all. I've been cutting you off. Y'all ain't going to cut me off. Like, take no, it away, please. No. My adult ADD you, is kicked in. <laughs> oh, so I need y'all to I'll take it away. Renex podcast. Renex podcast. Renex podcast. Andrew, uh, Dre, we're going to let you do this. We've never done this before. We're going to let you. We're going to let you close it out. Dre. Hey. Thank you for no, coming to no, this listen. podcast. We're giving you the words of wisdom. You have to come up with the words of wisdom. Go. Words of wisdom? Yeah, that's how we end up the podcast. Go. Um, see, I don't like to put me on spot like this because whatever I say, I'm, when I hang up, I'm going to be mad I said it. But I'm going to say something real I'm gonna say something real simple. Here we go. Um, treat others as you truly want to be treated. Treat others as they want to be treated. As you truly want to be treated. Oh, the, the, oh, the wording was exact. Excuse me. Treat others as you truly want to be treated. It's corny, but it's real. We need I mean, it. A lot of people. I know a lot of people get caught up in their own feelings and don't realize that they're putting out a vibe that they would never want to deal with. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that Their was okay. I, I have a better one. Um, mine is. <laughs> you got I'm better, better. I'm hanging up. <laughs> that, yeah. Mine, mine is. Sorry, mine is. Just, sorry. just remember, not everybody was loved as much as you were as a kid. Mm. Mm. And that's only for us. Okay. Wait, you want on his? How are you gonna out wisdom me? Is is? I just want you to know. How you gonna put me on the spot and take it away, man? How I, kind of host are you? I do the editing. I just want y'all to know because I will edit this thing and just be me talking. <laughs> well, good luck. I hope you got two hours to do that, Andre. Angel, just thank you guys for being seriously inspiration and motivation for me as a person. Uh, even just talking and doing the things I do, I do look up to you guys sincerely, and I mean that truly from the bottom of my heart. No cap, no jokes, as the kids would say. Thank you guys for doing a podcast with me. Um, I appreciate you guys, and I love you guys. Love y'all too. Everybody love you too. Wear your mask. All right. Wear your mask. Wait, Dre, I said I love you. You said you love y'all. I, I was talking to you. Angel didn't say she loved you. Say, say, Rick, I love you. I said love you guys. Okay, feel free to hang up. You like to hear him talk Bye, guys. We love you. See you next week. That's it?
Sunday, Sunday, Sundays are coming back in the NFL with NFL Sunday ticket TV. You can stream every live auto market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices, plus red zone and direct TV fantasy zone channels. Never miss your favorite teams and favorite players. No matter where you live, NFL Sunday ticket TV is your key to the most glorious Sundays ever. Use the promo code BlueWire at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. Visit NFL Sunday ticket TV and use promo code BlueWire.